Chase is alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I'm your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at Camp Crystal Lake tonight, the drunk uncle, Byron Kenton Mullins. Hey, what's up, guys? Good to be back. We are back and powering today's episode. I'm actually double fisting, believe it or not. I know that's really hard to believe, but I... Uh, your I ass call- must be so sore. It is, man. I'm telling you. I, I, don't, I don't play games. But I had uh, I had some little bit of coffee left over in the pot from earlier today, and and I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't make myself pour it down the drain because it's so delicious. So, I uh, I made me some iced coffee. So I didn't want to heat it up in the microwave and take a chance of burning my my sensitive lips. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So uh, we, we've started buying just a uh, they sell like a gallon jug of just cold coffee, and uh, oh, we yeah, started buying that. So. There's no, uh, you don't have to wait for it to cool down. And that's just been, uh, super, super good for my very pussified lips. Yes, absolutely. I might have to try that. Of course, like I said, I go back and forth between the iced coffee and then the medium temperature coffee. So we don't scorch our sensitive lips, but I will say I got some of that fucking cash money birthday cake creamer and that shit is fucking delicious. Yeah. That's actually what I'm, what I'm drinking right now. And, oh my uh, good Lord. It's life changing. I'm, I'm telling you. If you've ever been right about anything in your life, Byron, it is that coffee creamer, buddy. Yeah, I drank it. I drank it 15 minutes ago, and I'm going to church on Sunday. Oh, no That's, shit. Yeah. Boy, you yeah. live in the Bible Belt. You're at church every day, or you be getting a whooping. Uh, no, I haven't been in years, but I'm going now. Oh, you're going to. I'm surprised you don't burn in the front lawn. There is a God. Oh, telling shit. You. Good Lord. <laughs> so I got my coffee, and I'm, I'm about to finish that, and sitting here staring me in the eye, with the glass sweating and just looking all delicious. Um, one of our, our loyal listeners, good, good longtime friend of mine, Chris Lyles, he hollered at me and said, Hey, you were talking about that vanilla crown last week. Try Jim Beam vanilla if you want to save a few bucks. And of course, I'm all about saving a few bucks. But hey, when Crown Royal's on sale, you, you go for it. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. You got to. So if they were, they were running Vanilla Crown sales and I had to load the fucking card up, that's why I had the stock of Vanilla Crown. So anyways, I was at the liquor store a few days ago, and I got to tell you the story. So I went in there to get some vodka, some regular vodka, some Keystone, delicious Keystone lights, and I was going to get the Vanilla Crown. So I go into Benny's Beverage Deep Depot. Uh, shout out to Benny's, obviously. And I go over to the uh, whiskey aisle. Sure enough, there's the vanilla beam. Grab a bottle of that. And I'm like, oh, peach beam. Got to grab a bottle of that, too. And then I'm, I'm meandering down to the regular vodka aisle. And I get about halfway down. And mind you, Benny's is a big-ass store. I mean, it's like the biggest liquor store I've probably ever been in, period. Yeah. So it's like, it's heaven. It's heaven for me when I'm in there. It's like a kid going into the candy shop. You know, you just want to have everything. Right. So... I'm walking into the vodka aisle and facing right in front of me is this myriad of, of colors, like a rainbow, if you will. And I get closer and closer and I stop and lo and behold, there's this beautiful, well, well put together display 
of the LGBTQ Burnett's vodka flavors that you yeah. mentioned last week. Yeah. I shit you not. There they were LGBTQ elemental P before it was cool. I sent you a picture of it. There's, yeah. there's physical proof of this. We had fucking blue raspberry, cherry. We had regular. We had fucking you name it. They had it. And I shit you not, the tall or the big ass bottles, the 1.75, 999, buddy. It's good stuff. And I've, and I've had all of them and they're all just <laughs> delightful and, and they'll just make you want to kill yourself in the morning. That's they're, they're great. I bought five bottles to go along with my two bo- uh, big bottles of beam. Got me a few cases of Keystone Light, so that should get me get me you know through the weekend. I'm hoping, <clears throat> maybe into next week. Who knows? Depends on how how uh, how wild I want to get tomorrow night. So, yeah. So, anyways, I just thought, is this a sign? I mean, I just we were just talking about LGBTQ vodka, and here is the same fucking brand staring me in my face. It was like it was a sign. Like I felt like you were with me in the store. I can't believe you never crossed Burnett's while you were in college. I did. That, that... I did. But I don't, I, I don't remember it like being like a thing. I remember seeing it. I remember drinking it over the years. I just don't like remember it being like a big thing, like you said. Oh yeah, if we were buying liquor for the ladies, always, you know, because we were making, you know, teenager money. So oh you yeah. Spring, you couldn't spring for the Hennessy or the or the Jameson. Oh uh, no. You, you had to go. We we went Burnett's every time. You yeah. get a you could get a a bottle of Burnett's and a pack of Marlboros for less than fifteen bucks. Oh yeah. And uh, back in the early 2000s, I was drinking. I wouldn't even drink in Jack Daniels. I was drink. Well, I was sometimes. But I, I, if I was going in like to pregame before we were going to go to the bar, we'd grab a bottle of Evan Williams. Oh, yeah. I've got would... some. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that shit? <laughs> Do I? Yeah. yeah Actually, so... no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No shit. But anyways, I felt like you were there in spirit with me. I, I felt like this, this like uh, coldness throughout my body while I was in the store, like you're, you were with me. I pushed you towards it and you didn't even you know did. it. You did. And it was like a, it was a sign. So I had to, uh, I had to photograph that and I had to send it to you to let you know that you were with me in spirit. So, or maybe it's one of those things where you buy a red car cause you don't ever see other red cars. And then when you have a red car, all you notice are red cars. But he has one, right? I don't know. So anyways, uh, also powering this episode is some, some Pepsi because I like Pepsi better than Coke and some vanilla. Jim oh, fuck uh, you. The shit's fu- you. You watch your mouth. Pepsi you better than you like Pepsi better than Coke. I do. Yes. Oh my god. What? That is so un-American of you. Oh. I don't care. I don't, I don't care what you what you say. I like my Pepsi. Oh. Probably voting for Bernie Sanders too, aren't you, Nathan? Oh, you you shut that blowjob factor. You call a mouth right there. <laughs> you shut that dick sucker of yours, Byron. Coca-Cola created the, the, the capitalist wet dream uh, polar bear themed red Christmas. Uh, so that is so un-American of you, Nathan, to, to, to choose Pepsi over Coca-Cola. It's not that I I completely dislike it. I don't drink much soda. I have not had a soda in over a year until today. And the only reason I bought it is because I wanted to mix it with this because that was my one of my go-tos back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And I... But I do like Pepsi. If I had to pick, I would pick Pepsi. So for today, I got me a couple couple two liters to go with this whiskey here. And and I got the perfect amount of of liquor and Pepsi and four ice cubes in my my pint Friday the thirteenth glass because it's it's Friday and it's appropriate. 
right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's fair enough. I just, uh, I, I just would have went with with the more uh, um, um, uh, uh, American beverage. Yeah, right on, right on. All right, so that's what we're powering this episode. Unless you want to give a shout out to whatever's powering you today, uh, besides, um, I don't know, whatever. I'm smoking uh, the fucking um, hipster vape thing. My little, my little, as Post Malone calls it, my little douche flute. Okay, and so, yeah. uh, I've got uh, what flavor is this again? Hold on, let me let me take a hit here. Oh, we got blueberry. Okay, so We're you're uh, blueberry powered by blueberry hipster juice. Blueberry, right. blueberry juice, and 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 confetti uh, cake flavored cold coffee. I'm as I'm a I couldn't possibly be more of a fucking pussy right now, and uh, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. There you go. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So for today's episode, we're going to be discussing the the canceled Jason look from a few years back from 2016. And uh, there's recently been some pictures posted on social media of uh, someone who purchased the uh, the bust, the machete. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But as you know, we've got to give some shout outs. We've got to talk about some other things. So hang tight. We'll get to that shit in a little bit. So at first, I just want to kick things off and we'll talk about the Discord for the few of you that made the request that Camp Blood Radio have its own Discord. We went ahead and did that. If anybody is interested, just shoot one of us a message. We'll get you an invite and uh, feel free to join us for some Camp Blood Radio shenanigans. And I will say that there's already been quite a bit of shenanigans. A whole lot of shenanigans. A lot of shenanigans, yes, for the small amount of people that are in there. And uh, I can post a link to the page with an open invite too, but it's just another avenue for us to uh, talk some shit, talk late 90s, early 2000s, just talk about whatever the fuck we want. So uh, a lot of shenanigans, beware if you do decide to join. But uh, like I said, feel free to hit us up there. Uh, also, uh, man, I tell you what, you know, the other day, a few weeks ago, whenever the fuck it was, I don't remember because I, I drank a lot. Remember when I was talking about the Old Spice body wash? Yeah. Okay, so yesterday I went into my local Dollar General, one of my local Dollar Generals, and, you know, had to pick up a few things. And uh, and so anyways, I'm like, oh, uh, grab this, grab that. I'm like, oh, I need to get some shampoo. So I go down the shampoo aisle, and what do I see? I see Old Spice Volcano. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty fucking cool for a shampoo. And it's – Google it right now, like – literally google it it's like the most manly shampoo you've ever seen in your life it's like it has charcoal in it it's like black i mean it's like seriously like manly shit and it is okay fucking you. Awesome. Yeah. you gotta get you some i'm telling you it's gonna make your hipster beard and your little fucking hipster haircut it's gonna be it's gonna change your life so here's so, the thing about this though um i think that I, and i may be wrong on this i'm no geologist but i think that a uh, volcano emits the smell of uh like uh uh rotten eggs um or or methane it could uh, I'm telling you. so i don't know if i'll <laughs> i'm gonna tell you though you gotta get you some because i'm like a new man now with this fancy body wash shit and volcano fucking shampoo buddy i'm telling you i feel like a new man when i walk out of the house i don't buy my own shampoo. i just use whatever's in the whatever's in the shower well sometimes i just wash my body with like conditioner 
Um, I don't <laughs> know even... how many times I've washed with just shampoo. Yeah, like, oh, I've, I've done this so many times. Yeah, <laughs> just lather up with some shampoo and fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't here. even. I don't even read the bottle. I just grab something to start pouring it all over my hair and body. So. uh Yeah, and the next thing you know, you go to take a leak, and and you're like, why does my ding dong smell like strawberries? And why is the tip burning? Why is it on fire? Yes, because I <laughs> you got shampoo up your beat hole or something. God damn, <laughs> shit fucking burns. So yeah, you only do that once. So you. Gotta I don't know. Be... Have you ever washed your hair with a bar of soap? Yes, I have. And and then your hair afterwards just feels like it's made out of like uh, like, hay. Uh, like, like a horse hair. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a horse's mane. <laughs> I, wanted, I had to wash my hair. You know, I got short hair anyway, but I had to wash my hair with Irish spring soap once. And I like literally looked like a troll after that. (laughs) Everywhere, like fucking, oh man, it's terrible. I'll never do that again. So yeah, so get you some old spice volcano. I'm telling you, Uh, you you combo that with the body wash, man, and you're you're gonna be all sorts of of a new you, if you will, if that's even possible. So all right, all right. Also, uh, let's see here. Uh, Shout outs to. We'll go ahead and get into some shout outs. Shout out to Joe Gallo for his booby combination never hike alone mask pick this week that I see was getting quite the buzz. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, Mr. Joe Gallo. Look at you and your photography skills with the the large-chested women, if you will, the well-endowed women. Um, Yes. Yeah, that was a good picture. So kudos to you, Mr. J.G., also, uh, of course, shout out to Brian Emenheiser, aka South Jersey Jason, and uh, he's 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 quite the busy guy again this week as usual. So he's a busy little worker, B. I'll tell you that. That is a and very busy man. Very busy man, and I hear he gets up at like he starts his day very early, and I, I can see why because he has a lot of a lot of videos to make, pictures to make. He's a very busy guy. And he's also he's in the process on a new costume. I'm going to give a, a plug to that because I it might be next week or maybe a week and a half. He's going to he's going to don a new costume that was done by our friend James Ingram over J3 Jason costumes. And I can't I've seen the costume. It turned out really well. And I, I don't want to spoil it and be an asshole. Well, I am an asshole, but I don't want to be an asshole if that makes any sense. But all I'm going to say is it's a it's a combination uh, costume, and we'll just leave it at that. I think most people who follow his page will dig it. And okay. also, so Brian has a new column on his website and on his Facebook page, and it's called Confessions of a Cosplayer. And what he's doing is he's highlighting the cosplay community, primarily Friday the 13th uh, costumes, Jason costumes at the moment. And what he's doing is putting some pictures up, and he's giving a little bit of a bio uh, and just kind of highlighting the community. And uh, there's a new column each week. And he's also looking for more. So if anybody wants to be featured, get in touch with Brian, send him your stuff, uh, send him your information. He's got a little questionnaire and he's also looking for cosplayers outside of Jason, such as Michael Myers, Freddie, et cetera, et cetera, whatever the fuck you got. So if you want to be featured on his column, confessions of a cosplayer, hit him up and get on the list. And I don't know how many he's got, but the list is getting pretty long. So uh, shout out to Brian on that. We appreciate you. And uh, let's see here. Also, shout out to, uh, since I mentioned Joe Gallo, shout out to Topher Westcott, who was on a fairly recent episode. Uh, Topher just finished, when we talked about Joe's dead white costume, he just finished the dead white back piece. 
So I don't know if you've seen that or not. Yeah, I saw it. It looks fucking amazing. Not really good. I was kind of, I was almost a little skeptical until I seen it painted. And once I seen it painted, I'm like, okay, that that'll fucking work right there. So I'm looking forward to seeing that mashup once Joe gets that on and gets some pictures taken with it. So shout out to Topher Westcott. Nice work on that as always. And let's see here. Shout out to CPA Authentics, who recently just hooked me up. Uh, they had a Glenn Ennis signing. And Glenn, who most people, well, if you don't know, Glenn was the stunt Jason in Freddy versus Jason. So um, the biggest scene that he probably did was when Jason was on fire in the cornfield. Classic scene. So one of the uh, best Glenn, scenes in that movie. Absolutely. And Glenn was in a couple other scenes, but Glenn did his very first ever convention about two years ago. And I think he's only done one since then. So the convention that he did a couple years ago was in St. Louis. It was really on the small side. Luckily, I was able, that was the same. Yes, it was the same weekend when you and I were at Horror Hound in Columbus in 2017. So it was November of 2017, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, just some small convention in St. Louis. I don't even remember what it was called. But luckily, I was in Columbus, so I couldn't be in St. Louis at the same time. Luckily, I had a hookup in St. Louis. They were able to take down. I had like five or six items I got to send in and get Glenn's signature on. But then uh, this this company, CPA Authentics, they do all kinds of horror signings. Go to conventions, do private signings, et cetera, et cetera. Go to their Facebook page and check them out. Go to their website. They got a shit ton of good stuff coming up. They have uh, – you can send in mail order, too, on top of that. So I got a really nice – uh, still shot of Jason on fire in the cornfield, 11 by 14. Glenn signed it uh, in a silver Sharpie, and it turned out fantastic. So I highly recommend them. Uh, that is not a paid advertisement, by the way. I'm just giving them a shout-out because the customer service was awesome. It was well-packaged. It came extremely quick, and their prices weren't bad at all. So if you're looking for any mail-order items or if you can't make it to a con and uh, you need somebody to do it for you, definitely look into them. Um, I highly recommend them. Also, uh, shout out to Slasher Studios on Instagram. And I'm scrolling through the other day, and Slasher Studios did a part four silicone bust, and they've got a couple other products too. And the part four turned out great, I thought. Well, recently they did a part three, and I'm scrolling through, and I see it, and I do a double take, and I look, and they, they titled the name of their new part three, Guess What?, I'm very honored. Um, they taught, they, they, they called it drunk uncle. Yes. <laughs> you should be very honored. I shit you not. This, this, uh, this bust is called the drunk uncle 3d and they did a phenomenal job on it. Oh, uh, it looks I, fucking amazing. It looks so good. Absolutely. And I wasn't familiar with the owner of the studio. It looks like his name is, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly. So bear with me, but, uh, Chris Ferrucci, um, I don't know if that's correct or not, but not uh, yeah, that's that I, right. yeah I, I'm not we're, I don't think we're a Facebook friend because I don't I honestly don't recognize that name. So but anyways, Chris, nice job. And uh, your part four and the part three look fantastic. So go on over to Slash House Studios on Instagram and uh, go about four pictures down and you'll see the drunk uncle 3D. We are absolutely honored. I'm honored, but Kent should be more honored that you decided to name the beast after the drunk uncle. Oh, I love it. And and this this young man, I'm assuming he's a young man, uh, regardless of his age, he's so fucking talented, man. Good sculptor, amazing painter. Uh, he he has a Zelda here from Pet Cemetery. I think I've said several times in the past that Pet Cemetery 
is uh, the original Pet Cemetery is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. And he's doing it. He's got a Zelda here from Pet Cemetery that I would love to get my hands on. Oh, it's in silicone too. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm honored. And and uh, this guy's really fucking good. So if you want to check him out, go to uh, slash, has, slash House Studios on Instagram. Uh, dude's name is Chris Ferrucci. Uh, unbelievably talented guy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm, I'm going to consider buying one of these actually, because I don't have a, a part three silicone boss. So goddamn, that one's tempting. So anyways, nice work. <clears throat> Wanted to give you a shout out for that. We, we just thought it was hilarious that you named him the drunk uncle 3d. So appreciate that. And let's see, uh, shout out to the first Jason, uh, Ari Lehman. He has a new hot sauce that is coming out very, very soon in partnership with Gemini Crow. Looks like it's going to make its debut at Monster Mania at the Gemini Crow booth. Ari, I believe this is his third hot sauce version. And I, I know that he had one before, but I don't think they were. it was with Gemini Crow. And it was called Slasher Sauce, and I, I got a bottle of that, and it was goddamn good. And I have not tried any from Gemini Crow yet, but I there's either two or three three versions from Gemini, and uh, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Everybody that I've talked to said that it was it was delicious and tasty. And if you're someone like me who likes to set your ass on fire with pretty much everything that you eat, I would highly recommend trying it. I'm definitely going to be ordering some myself. And Ari said that it's super super hot, so. I know you like uh, I know you like your spicy there, Kenton. So <sighs> fucking eat hot sauce on everything. Oh man, chicken, yeah. steak, birthday cake. Fuck, put it, it on matter. your cake. Yeah, no yeah. shit. I, I I put a little bit in my uh, I put a little bit in my fucking whiskey here just to spice it up a little bit. Bloody Marys. Yeah, bring Fuck it on. Right. Anything, anything. I'll eat anything with hot sauce on it. Pile there of dog go. shit. Whatever. People say that, but you, it's like a unicorn. You hear about it, but you never see it. Yeah. So just never know people and their sayings. Uh, all right, moving on down the line. Um, let's see here. Oh, shout out to, uh, well, a couple things here with uh, CJ Graham. CJ is a friend of the show, friend of mine. Uh, love love CJ Graham, one of my favorite Jasons and one of our favorite installments, Friday the 13th, Part 6. Jason lives. want to say happy birthday to CJ. CJ just had a birthday this week, and I believe he's vacationing in Sweden right now, uh, him and his wife, Ruby. I think CJ is 63, if I'm not mistaken. Doesn't um, look a day over 50. Yeah, yeah, he's in phenomenal shape. And he's enjoying retirement, traveling, hitting all the cons. And uh, we definitely wanted to wish him a happy birthday. He's a supporter of the show. And, and like I said, we've became friends over the, over the years. And I uh, want to wish him a happy birthday. And I've actually had a request to have him back on the show again. And he hasn't been on in a while. So I will be reaching out to him in the near future and seeing if he wants to come on and just let everybody know what he's been up to and uh, things that he has scheduled for this year. Um, things that maybe might not be on his website or on his Facebook page. And uh, so look, be on the lookout for that. Cause I'm sure he will. He's always been on in the past and said, anytime we want him just to, to give him a holler. And I probably will, especially since we've, we've had a couple requests for him too. Uh, but yes, definitely happy birthday. And also uh, CJ sent me a gift and that gift, I just received it. Uh, let's see today's Friday. I think I got it m 
Monday or Tuesday. So I've had it a few days now and a couple of you guys are, are aware of it because I've told you, but CJ gave me as a, as a gift, like I said, his very first convention banner that he ever used when he started using uh, doing conventions. And he said that that was sometime in the mid nineties. He didn't say exactly. He just said when I first started doing conventions in the mid nineties and it's a giant ass banner, it'd be like the one that you see behind the table, a, a vertical banner like you'd see at most conventions, but it's pretty good size. And it's a combo of the part six, Jason, it's the hell cop. And he signed it to me. And then, uh, of course, shipped it on out. And it's going to be hanging in my collection very, very soon. I will post some pictures up. I do have a picture of CJ with it before he sent it. And I do have a video of him saying that it is his first convention banner from when he first started doing conventions. If anybody does not believe that it's his first, not that anybody would question it, but I do have video proof of that as well. So and you've, uh, well, uh, you've got two, two Jason banners now. Got actually, Derek I, have, too. I do. I have, I have Derek Mears first convention banner and I have that one and that he used from 2009. He, uh, when did I get that from him? I got that from him in uh, 2014. So he, and he's only used one since then. So, and it's, it's very similar to the one I got. It just has different lettering on the top, but it had uh, Derek mirrors and red on the top. So if you got your picture with Derek at a convention between 09 and 2014, I have that banner in my collection and I'm looking at it as we speak. And I also have another banner that CJ gave me probably a couple years ago. And it's, it's a horizontal banner and it's a, it's a still shot from part six. I think he's, I think he's holding up the broken bottle and it's like an eight foot wide banner. It's fucking huge. And he signed it in silver real big in the center. And, uh, so yeah, those are the three that I have at the moment and no, they're not for sale because I know some of you have hit me up about the Derek mirrors and I'm not parting with that at least not at the moment. So I get first dibs on that. Yeah. And the drunk uncle gets first dibs. So, uh, don't even bother. Don't even bother trying to swindle me out of it. Cause it's not going to happen there, people. So I've been trying for like four years. <laughs> well, you got first dibs, no <laughs> doubt on that. So, but yeah, uh, big shout out to CJ. Big thanks to CJ. I hope he enjoys his vacation. And like I said, we'll see what we can do about getting them on in the near future. I don't think it'll be an issue. And also, I want to give a couple plugs here. I um. As, as far as uh, sometimes people ask, you know, what we watch or what we're into besides some of the horror stuff. And I got to say, there's a new show on called the, called Deputy. And it's fucking badass. And the guy that plays the main character, Deputy, I forget what his name is, but I think he's going to be at Monster Mania coming up. And it's a badass show. So I know we have some some public safety officials that are listeners of the show. And I love Deputy. If you guys haven't seen it, when you're not out, fighting crime and uh keeping the the streets safe definitely or doing cr- or doing crime yeah or catching fornicators as we like to as we like to call it <laughs> you're not out catching fornicators check out deputy badass show um i'm really digging that there's another show called the rookie that's uh also very similar to the deputy but instead of la county sheriff's department it's lapd another great show i've been i've been stuck to that one too they just came back f- from their winter break or whatever the hell it is you want to call it so, so uh, definitely check those out if you like. A lot of people like police shows and fire shows, and these are the probably the two, the two top notch ones at the moment. Unless you're into the NYPD Blue or whatever the hell those other shows are, I don't fucking watch those. Uh, also, do you know who Nikki Glazer is? Does that ring a oh, bell? Oh yeah, stand-up comedian. Yeah, you know, I didn't really know who she. I mean, I heard of her, but I didn't really know who she was until this week. 
Beautiful lady. Beautiful yes. lady. Very nice, very nice looking young lady. Yes, absolutely. And she's she's like our kind of funny. Yeah. Like if that yeah, makes sense. Uh, I've, I've, I've been watching her for probably uh two or three years now, and she's she's hilarious. Yeah, I mean she likes it. She's like us. She likes to talk about wieners and talk ding dong talk all the time. Yeah, yeah. Everything she says, it's it's not yes, she's funny, but it's fucking true shit. It's real shit. And she's I think also that's... not one not big on there's some of it, but she's not uh, a big social justice warrior comedian where like no. you know how that's like the cool thing to do in stand up comedy right now? Everybody's mm-hmm. like woke. Uh Nikki Glazer, and there's some of it in there, but but not like it is with Primarily, it seems like women stand-up comedians are, are doing that right now. Yeah. But uh, Nikki is really taking her own path. She's she's really fucking funny, man. Yeah, definitely. And and first of all, anybody, if you say woke, if that is part of your vocabulary, you should probably go jump off a bridge. Yeah, please, please, please go do please. that. Please go or go go stay go uh, clog up the fucking sidewalks with the hipsters at the local fucking university because that's the only people that I know that are saying fucking woke and can get and can get by with it because they're a bunch of fucking dildos. <laughs> So, I used yeah. to think uh, Amy Schumer was really funny, and then she got she got on the woke train, and now she can go fucking run that train into a goddamn bridge. Yes, she can. But Nikki, goddamn, what is it with the Nikki's? We got Nikki Benz, Nikki Glazer. Fuck, can you imagine? Can you imagine a night out on the town with those two? Uh, no. <laughs> I gave you a hall pass right now, and I I pulled up in the Chevelle and said, "Hop in." I got the Nikki's. Can you imagine what that would be like? Holy shit. I'd rather go with Glacier than Benz. <laughs> Honestly. Well, that's, that's because, like, Nikki Benz is probably, like, throwing a hot dog down a hallway. I mean, Jesus Yeah, yeah, Christ. yeah. Especially mine, yeah. I mean, holy shit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, she she wouldn't even know that I would. She wouldn't even know that I'm even. I'd be done. She wouldn't even have known that I started. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. I'd be that, that describes every experience I've had up until this point anyway. So that, I was going to say, that's how most of mine go in the first place, let alone yeah, yeah. somebody whose professional career is taking a dickin'. So imagine how many dickens she's really had. If you think I'm, an am- I'm, an am- I'm an amateur dicker at best, at best. I, I mean, I hear, in, like you said, and I agree with you because I hear it a lot too. I hear the word inadequate a lot. And yeah. You know, okay, you know, like, or the word like, uh, meager. Yeah, or meager. Yes, absolutely. Or you know, like when when people make the sign for a small wiener and they 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 do the one inch sign with their with their fingers. Yeah, yeah. I get that a lot at, towards me when women are mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm used to that. Like, I at first you thought you thought it was like a gang sign. It's like, are you fucking trying to set trip with me here? What's up, bitch? What yeah, they throw that at me. I'd be like, yeah, boy. Like, but you, but at first you have to like. You know what they're doing in the back of your mind. You know they're telling you that you have a small weenus, but your 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 man brain, your testosterone is telling you to like ignore that for a second and pretend that they first threw a gang sign at you. No, they just think you're thug. That's all it is. They think you're you're right. <laughs> when 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 the person that's doing it is is four foot nine, looks like a Barbie doll, and they're obviously not a gang member. But you have yeah, to tell yeah. yourself that that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to they're trying to trying to set trip on you grew up next to a golf course right so yeah so i'm used to that so anyways but uh no i i, I don't know that'd be a tough decision be- just because of of nikki's fornication history i mean that's a tough and it is extensive very extensive she is a professional fornicator 
So I don't know, but just imagine what that would be like—the fuckery that that would be, just the, the 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 filthy talk. Because you know, Nikki Benz is a filthy chatterer, and fucking Nikki Glazer is a filthy little potty mouth, little filthy McNasty. Yeah, I, I so. prefer the Glazer over the Benz, though, to be honest. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's polar opposite potty mouthing is what it is. Yeah, but yeah. can you imagine though after that you get all all liquored up after you've had a, a 47 shots of LGBTQ vodka and fucking you're, you're, you're fucking starting the revolution. Just how much of a party that would be with them too. Uh, I mean, I've imagined it on more than one occasion. I, I've, <laughs> I, well, I didn't really know who Nikki really was until this week. So I'm just now imagining it. I don't know how you've never, you've, you've never seen any of her stand up. Well, I seen her on a roast once and they were roasting, um, I think Alec Baldwin. Oh, fuck yeah. Alec Baldwin. It was either, it was him. I think it was him. And I seen her on a, on a couple of roasts and I'm like, damn, this bitch is funny. And I didn't really think much about it, but she's a savage too. She is too. She's a beast. And so I watch a lot of YouTube and for whatever reason, um, one of her things came, it was, you know how you got recommended shit on YouTube and one of her, comedy bits came up recommended and i'm like oh that's i think that's the girl from the the roast that i seen the other day and sure i just click on it i'm like what the fuck so i and sure enough it's her so then that started throwing others into my recommended viewing clips or whatever so then i watched a few more and then i watched a few more and i'm like i like this girl so there's actually a uh i'm, I'm a, let me, on netflix I'm, right now there's yeah, a, um, but there's another one that, that's got her and Joey Diaz, and uh, it's called the uh, shit. Give me, give me just a minute here. Hold on, just a minute. Let me find it. Stand up. And I recommend this. Uh, fucking. Well, just, they can, we can just Google it. It's her and whoever. Yeah, it's a. It's like a series that it was a Netflix exclusive series. Uh, it's got. Joey Diaz, Nikki Glazer, uh, and a, and a few other guys that I never heard of, but were really funny, and uh, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's funny as hell. Like I said, that. But we got a thing for the Nikki's, apparently. I'm telling you, the, the blonde Nikki's. It is Nikki Six. And we got a thing for Nikki Six. Also, <laughs> if Nikki Nikki Six, buddy, if you dye your hair blonde, you better look out. Better I look think Nikki out, Six. Buddy. Nikki Six looks better than all of them. <laughs> He just had a baby, and he's like sixty-eight years old. He just had a fucking kid. I see. What does he? Uh, what does he look like these days? Let, let's see here. Look at him. He actually uh, doesn't look. Too uh, he bad. looks I'm, great. I'm sure he's had cosmetic surgery and dyed his fucking hair, dyes his hair every day, and his wife's probably twenty-two. Oh, for sure. But for yeah. us, how old did you say he is? He's like sixty. He looks great got, for a sixty-year-old, especially for a guy that's been dead seven times. But like I said, he hasn't. Luckily, he's been with us since 1987 or 88. He hasn't died since then. So yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, speaking of inadequate wienerings and all that good stuff, so I'm I'm scrolling through the book of faces yesterday, the day before, and you know they have the sponsored ads. Yeah. So I'm scrolling through and get ready to get ready to to look this up because this is a thing, believe it or not. I did not know that this was a thing and it didn't say recommended, but it said sponsored, but it's kind of like they're recommending things for you. Does that make sense? That's what I feel like they're doing. Yeah. So 
I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, and all of a sudden I hit the brakes and I'm like, sheath underwear. What the fuck is this? Sheathunderwear.com. They're... Oh, I've got to look this up. So these underwear have a separate pouch in the very front for your junk. And I, I was like, what the fuck? So there's what? hold up. What the this isn't just... Christian. No. So um, you see the little pouch in the front for your... Fuck that. Why would you want that? No. So first of all, I just felt a little meager and I felt a little offended because I don't really have... I can't fill up the pouch. <laughs> so I don't... So like, why, why am I going to spend $27 so I can continue to feel... Inat- or continue to be inadequate but have to pay more money? This looks fucking awful. Who would want to wear this? Doesn't look like it would be extremely uncomfortable. If you're gonna yes. basically tuck your equipment down inside this pouch, imagine if you were doing jumping jacks. Like, how would that work? That like, just—I don't want to wear a condom twenty-four-seven. <laughs> it would go around everything, not not just your shaft. Yeah, they've got a separate pouch for the ball. Oh God, no. Who would? It looks like you can do it both ways. You can like, you can slide your wanky in there, or you can put all of your equipment in there. I'm really not really sure what. It just looks strange. But either way, if you even if you just look at it as a separate pouch to just kind of lift, lift your uh, your members in there. Uh, is it? Uh, hold on. Uh, is this supposed to be for like guys that wear the gray sweats? I don't know. Oh, the boner pants. Yeah, is that what these are? No, that's not what they're for because they've got a... Why? I don't need a carrying case for my junk. That's exactly it, yeah. But I'm just looking at it and I'm like, now why would I spend $20 on something that I tech, that I really can't use? Well, they're going to be here in three days, so I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, I bet you didn't get a notification in seven minutes like you did from Slasher Graphics. It's actually really good because you can order them in, in an extra large waistband and in an extra small in the pouch. So, oh well, shit, if they can custom make them, <laughs> I might have to give them a shot. But yeah, I, I was just I was almost offended when I seen that. I thought, God damn it is is this a, is this another reminder that uh, that you know we can't satisfy Nikki Benz. Why, why the fuck would I spend $27 on these underwear to, to have a constant reminder of that? I'm, I mean, getting, I'm getting tired of, of sexualization of men and, and, right. and the pressures that we face in media. Underwear. They should be called Tommy's kickstand underwear. That's what oh, these, these, these ain't, there ain't enough material here for Tommy. This ain't gonna, <laughs> this ain't gonna work. <laughs> well, you said they have different sizes of pouches, so maybe they oh, have a Tommy. Yeah. Size. Maybe you can get an extra large in the waist and a Tommy Lee in the junk. They probably have to be. They they probably cost about one hundred and forty bucks. <laughs> Just so yeah, I don't know. But I mean, when you first looked at them, didn't you, didn't you kind of feel like they're they're picking on us? Uh, I thought it was a joke at first because the first picture you see when you bring it up is like an insight. Wow, this is just. Oh my god! Why am I being recommended this? I cannot fathom wearing these things. Doesn't your phone and your computer listen to you when you're talking? Hasn't it heard me say a million times that that we get made fun of for being inadequate all the time? Why are you recommending this <laughs> Facebook? You stupid dick. Smart ass computer. <laughs> the fuck out of here with your goddamn front pouch wiener compartment underwear, sheathunderwear.com. 
I really, I really, uh, I really insist that that any any guy that's listening to this right now, though, go to the website and check this. Like, it is ridiculous. It almost looks like a a gag. Oh, good lord! Yeah, I know. That's why I had to do a double take. I'm like, are you serious? There's wiener compartment <laughs> underwear. This is really a thing. It's not a joke. Is hey, do you like having chafing between your balls and your dick? <laughs> no, I don't. I think I would like that. That's the only thing that this is going to do. Why? All right. All right. Enough about the um, the offensive wiener compartment underwear. And also, just real quick, we're going to touch on a couple other things, and then we'll we'll get to the 2016 canceled Jason. But Twitter's in a fucking uproar today and yesterday. Social media is in an uproar about Garth Brooks wearing the fucking Bernie. Well, I'm here. I am saying it. Garth Brooks wearing a Barry Sanders jersey in Detroit at a concert, and then him getting basically destroyed on social media for uh, being a feel the burn supporter. Yeah. So. Like you and I said, Barry Sanders' number was 20. His last name is Sanders. He didn't, that was not a coincidence. No, no, definitely not a coincidence. This was a planned, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? We saw right through you there, Mr. Garth Brooks, and we're going to boycott your ass. So you go <laughs> fucking stand with fucking feel the burn. We're done with you, Darth Brooks. <laughs> Might as well change uh, Darth, like Brent Terhune said. And I didn't, um, I didn't pay any attention. Did he try to? Did he try to backpedal? I really don't know. I didn't read all the shit. So if I had any goddamn Garth Brooks CDs, I'd go outside and smash him right now. You're lucky I don't have any Garth Brooks. Uh, he's too good. He's too good to smash, man. He's goddamn friends it. in low places. Uh, Definitely has friends in low places, Mister Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many good Garth Brooks songs. I I would keep a C. I don't even own a CD, but if I had them, I, I wouldn't. I've got a lot of friends that are that are that are big Sanders supporters. I'm not personally, but uh, yeah, he can't. I don't know if he did, but if he tried to backpedal and say that's not no, I was I was trying to support uh, Barry Sanders. Fuck off! No, you weren't. No, too you'll, much of a coincidence. You'll have to go through and look. I really don't know. It was just worth worth giving a shout since we like to boycott things. So we're boycotting you, Garth Brooks. Uh, like I said, you're lucky I don't have any CDs in my in my massive CD collection of yours, or I'd go out and smash them. Oh, I so, used to own all of them. I live in I Kentucky. Everybody in Kentucky loves fucking Garth Brooks. Oh, that's cousin. Right. That's cousin fucking music right there. Garth basically. Brooks and Tim McGraw. Shit. Yeah. All right. So, and also yesterday we got the new Candyman trailer dropped, and anybody that knows me knows that. The uh, very first Candyman is one of my all-time favorite films. I think it is an absolute fucking masterpiece. Fucking Tony Todd. Um, it's just just a fantastic film. And now we're getting the 2020 film. Very first trailer drops. And here was my first thought. <clears throat> I already knew that we were going to kind of get the... Um, what's the word that I want to describe with this? We were going to get the cultural version. Oh, yeah. That. So I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to watch my words and try to describe it accordingly. But here's what I felt. I felt like I was kind of watching us with little tidbits of Candyman in there. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like, which is okay with me because I loved us. I know you weren't a fan of it. I Uh, mean, it was, it was, it was okay. I also like you love the original Candyman. I love it. I do. And I just, with, with the Jordan Peele films, you're getting the cultural 
what's going on in the world now kind of a vibe in his films and shit. And that's exactly what I thought I was going to get with this. And that's exactly what we got. I, I don't, I don't feel like we're going to get a real Candyman vibe. And I know that they said it's going to be a spiritual type of film. I get that. But if it's called fucking Candyman, we better see some Candyman type shit. And I just, I didn't feel like I, I didn't feel a Candyman vibe to it. I, other than them saying Candyman in the mirror, does that make sense? I mean, am yeah. I, well, any- Jordan Peele actually isn't directing this. He he just produced it. It's directed by some chick named Nia DaCosta. Yeah. Um, um, but but with, you know what you know, I mean? Yeah, but with Peele's it. influence, there's definitely going to be a lot of social justicey warrior type shit in it. Um, I, I, that I just worry. And even though that was a large part of the original Candyman, uh, I feel like they're gonna. I, I don't I, I'm gonna go see it I'm gonna go see it because I loved us and I like to get out but uh this is just ripe for some you know liberal propaganda shit so that's exactly what I felt I it was almost reminding me of fucking Tales from the Hood too that's how that's the vibe that I was starting to get yeah uh Tales from the Hood 2 is the biggest pile of 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 shit that has ever been made in 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 Hollywood it was goddamn fucking awful yeah. Um, I actually broke it and threw it away. I didn't even want to resell it. <laughs> Good. Fucking pile of garbage. You're absolutely right. But yeah, I'm I'm just a little mixed on what I seen in the trailer. I'm not gonna not gonna ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, but go check it out. It's getting all kinds of shares all across the uh, social media land. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm I think it looks good. I, I'm not gonna say it looks good yet. I just it's not the vibe that I that I that I want for the movie. Um, but we'll see. I could be wrong once it's out. I'm sure there's going to be another trailer cut for it. And then, of course, in about three and a half, four months when it's out, then we'll we'll put it through the ringer then. So we'll talk about it after that. Okay. And I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about some more after a little more if we do get another trailer, which I'm sure we will. Oh, so yeah. Stay, stay tuned for that for the Candyman fans out there. Um, let's see. Other than that, I think that about wraps up. Um, we're not going to check in with the Camp Blood Radio takes over the world map. Uh, we'll do that on the next episode, maybe. But trust me, we got plenty of new countries that have checked in. So, But we're just going to skip that for now, since we were talking about ding-dong underwear for so long. And we'll get into the meat and potatoes, which is the 2016 look of what we were supposed to see in the canceled Friday the 13th TV show. And recently, I don't remember when it was, last week or early this week, there was a gentleman by the name of Stephen Dean, who looks to be the the person who has purchased from uh, the FX company who made the look and the machete. And he's got a silicone bust and a bloodied up machete. And these were apparently the uh, from the molds and the FX props. It's it, it, what he says from the canceled Friday the 13th, 2016 movie and TV series. So I'm not 100% sure if they're if they were both directly related or where that information came from. I can't imagine that they would use the exact same look from a film in a TV series. I would imagine as, in typical Friday fashion that they would change that up. Yeah. But I, I don't really, I mean, it's been four years ago since it was canceled, and I really don't remember reading at the time uh, if there was going to be any comparison there. But what I will say is, and this is not really a knock because it's not even something that was end up that ended up in production. But um, I don't really care for the machete. It's it's got a, it's a plastic handle with a kind of a versus tang on it. And I don't like a, the uh, serrated back end on it. Yeah, what do they call those? A sawback, sawback. Serrated. Machetes. 
I think they I think they call them sawbacks. I think that's Is it, okay. I don't like it regardless. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of it. it. Looks looks kind of on the shorter end too, but I'm not a fan of that style of machete. But you know, to each their own. But as far as the 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 bust goes, it is obviously back to a a a three a part three part four ish vibe. We have human Jason, and um, I'm not I'm not I'm not really sure how I feel about it. If it were I kind of get like a four remake vibe. Yeah, that yeah, I mean that too. But without the from the pictures, they're not that detailed. But at least the ones that I'm looking at. But in 2009, he had a much bigger head, and the eyes were way different. The yeah, mouth, the mouth definitely kind of in the the lower jaw regions. Yes, I I do see some remake in there. I see it. It, it most closely resembles Part Four to me, just with the um the look around the cheeks. And that's the easiest way to describe it. It's very close to a to a part four, and I don't know. Um, I don't dislike it, but I'm not sure if I would want to. I, I don't know if I would want to see. I'd probably rather see a couple other takes on it if I were if I were to have to make a decision on what I thought it should be. But I like I like the human Jason side of it, and this is definitely on the the human side. So I don't know. What were your thoughts when you first seen the pictures? Well, I'm looking at it right now, and Obviously, this is just a concept bust that they've probably sculpted and molded and pulled up. You know, to they've made it to sit out on a on a conference table while they're talking. Oh, this is what we like, or this is what we don't like. You know, um, that's what I'm guessing this is. It just, to me, there's something about it, man. I don't. It doesn't read as Jason to me. It, it doesn't. It doesn't to me either. And I don't that, know why that, though. I can't. I can't say why. Well, I can't tell you why. My thought. This is what I'm reminded of when I look at it is, is you're right. I don't get a Jason vibe of it, but trying to give it a comparison to another film, that's the easiest way I could just could explain it as far as comparing it to, to an actual installment. But the vibe that I get from it is the walking dead. It looks like a walker off the walking dead. Yeah, it does. And the ears are fucking huge. Whose idea was that? Yeah. I I just noticed that too. Yeah. The ears are fucking ginormous i'm also yeah. not a fan i like my jason bald I, I in general i don't like jason with hair with the remake aside i kind of like that long straight blonde hair uh in the remake but aside from that i, I don't like clumps of hair I'd pr- i prefer him to be completely bald but uh yeah i just yeah. overall i'm not i'm not a fan of this i, I don't like it no i mean like i said i i'm without seeing anything else and not knowing if it would have been the final piece or not we really don't know so I, there's not a lot of information with it. It was made by Soda, S-O-T-A, Soda FX. Um, but, uh, yeah, to me, I'm more reminded of The Walking Dead and not Jason in the big picture. So I'm not I'm not really – the more I look at it sitting here, kind of giving it the, the rundown, I, I'm not really much of a fan. I'm definitely not a fan of that machete. I will say that. No, I hate so, the machete. Yeah, if that's what we were going to see, um, no, I, I – not a fan of that one. So, but there's been a lot of talk about it in social media groups over the last week. I'm, I'm sure you've seen a bunch of chatter over it as well. Oh, so I've only seen the post itself uh, from different people probably 37 times. So, right. uh, yeah, uh, about as much as I have the Candyman trailer. Yeah, I mean, I I think that it was shared by every single one of my 2,962 friends on Facebook. I think everyone shared it. Yeah, the only thing that was posted more than this Jason Bust and the Candyman trailer was people fucking freaking out over the coronavirus. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> You're right. That's been the top three things of the news. Also, speaking of the news, of this is this is local news before we sign off here. When I was in when I was in Dollar General yesterday, I was talking with the manager and I asked them about the dickhead who was committing the armed robberies with the knife. And they laughed and they're like, yeah, come to find out he they told me that he robbed one store twice and then two other stores, like I had mentioned. And then he also robbed a family dollar. Oh, he he wasn't just targeting (laughs) dollar generals. He picked on family dollar, too. This is is terrorism. But here's what's funny. So I, I told the manager, I said, hey. I said, I know that you've got women that work in here, some some younger, uh, probably high school kids or whatever. I said, but when I first read this story, I said, I just laughed because I'm like, who's going to go in with basically a, a pocket knife and commit an armed robbery like this? I said, my first thought was, look at all the stuff you have like within arm's reach of like if you had to defend yourself. I know you said you wouldn't defend your your dollar general, but if no, I'm flight, going out smoking a cigarette. If well, if fight or flight took over, there's a lot of stuff within within arm's reach, and he laughed, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, we didn't get hit, but I had a bunch of stuff here behind the counter for the employees that if he came in, they could have just fucking threw shit at him, or you know." And then he pointed, and there, I forget what the items were, but you know, probably like a shovel or something. I don't know. I seen a couple handles sticking up, um, but he's like, "Yeah, we had some items back here to help defend ourselves if he did come in with his little with his little pocket knife." So they were gonna they were gonna handle it like that little boy in Sling Blade, whenever. Have <laughs> <laughs> hey, a goddamn little son of a bitch. Yeah, no shit. You know so, what I'm talking about? Whenever. Oh yeah. Go out, yeah. Yoakum's drunk and. <laughs> yeah. So they they were prepared if they were to get hit. So, but I, it was uh, funny to hear that Family Dollar also got an armed robbery. So. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, anything else you want to you want to add on the 2016? I just thought we would we would talk about it a little bit since it's been kind of a hot topic in the Friday world. No, it looks like they you know put a lot of work into it, a lot of a lot of time in the sculpt and a lot of time in the paint, and uh, and it looks like shit. Yeah, like I said, I I don't know if it would have been the final product or not, but uh, hopefully it was not going to be. But you know what? We'll we'll never really know anyway because, well. It got canceled. It should so. be said. I mean, it's a cool, and this is not a like a rag on Stefan Dean who bought it. That's a cool piece to own. Like that's that's something. That's a piece of you know the Friday the Thirteenth history that 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 would be awesome to own. I just don't like the way it looks. It's not it's not a rag on him. No, no, not by any means. I, I personally would not have wanted it just because it was something that didn't make it. Uh, I mean, if it was production made for one of the films and never made it to screen, that's different. I would take something like that. But for a show that got canceled or or if it was actually for the movie, like the Post says, movie slash TV series, if it was intended for both, then okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I for something canceled like that, I, I personally would not want to spend money on that. But to each their own, it's definitely not a knock to the owner by any means. I just thought we'd talk about it for a little bit since it's been a hot topic. And, uh, and that's that. So if you don't have anything else then that will wrap this up. No, I'm good, man. All right. Go out and buy a fucking t-shirt slasher dot graphics. I know some of you have bought them. We appreciate it. We'll post some pictures up. Uh, Once again, on the models, I have not received any pictures from them yet to post. So be on the lookout again. Maybe this week we'll get them back. Not sure, but those will go up as soon as we do. But appreciate those of you who have reached out, who have purchased a shirt, who've made suggestions, just like with Discord. You, you asked, 
and we made it happen. So let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about or anything, any other outlets or medias you want to see if we can jump on with that, and we'll see what we can do. Once again, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Camp Blood Radio. Please leave us a review wherever the hell you listen to the show at or follow the show at. We would appreciate it. And uh, like I said, any suggestions, feel, feel free to drop us a line unless... You're Mark Tefner. Keep it to yourself. <laughs>